0: My name is Joanna DeVoe, and I'm the cookie creatrix behind Kickass Witch, putting the K in magic, and Hippie Witch, the show you are listening to right now. I also have a free ebook by that name, Hippie Witch, Peace, Love, and All That Good Shit, and you can pick up a copy of that at www.joannadevot.com or back on the description page for this episode, back on Blog Talk. Radio Happy Samhain, which is Happy Beltane if you're in the south. And if you're listening to this live, it is still technically Samhain, it's a two day festival, (laughs) or depending on your lifestyle and beliefs, it's All Saints Day, Day of the Little Angels, Day of the Innocents, or simply the day after Halloween. (laughs) I hope you're not listening to this with a candy hangover. (laughs) At any rate, happy. November, my magical friends. Happy November! Yay! And I am just going to hop right into today's episode because I think I have more to say than I have time to say. it. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I do like my rambling. (laughs) So we're just going to hop in and I'm going to start by throwing out a few words at you. I'm going to throw some words at you and then ask you I'm asking you right now to give them your undivided attention for just a second here. So we're gonna play a little game. Are you ready? Here it goes. Goop. Oprah. Whole Foods. Ikea. Martha Stewart. Michael Kors. Nike. Hey house, hey, 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 <laughs> what do these names all have in common? Yes, they are all big style brands, lifestyle empires, really. And then on a smaller but rapidly growing scale, you have names like Dave Aspreys, Bulletproof Everything, Soul Cycle, Daniel Vitalis with his rewilding movement. Um Now we've got like in the spiritual community, in the witchy community, we've got the numinous and magazines like that coming up online that are creating these whole lifestyles, like a whole lifestyle experience that a lot of people are hopping on board. They like the look and feel of it and they say, yes. That's the life for me. So now we have, like, the numinous witches (laughs) walking out and about with their crystals and their feathers and their tarot cards. And I see brands, too, like Sabat Magazine, which is only spelled with one B, -B S-A-B-A-T, and The Hood Witch, Brie Luna's Company. I see them making a play for that kind of collective lifestyle branding as well. If they're not making a play for it, they should. (laughs) Because they definitely have a vibe, like a lifestyle vibe that some people, certain people I'm sure would like to tap into. Many of the brands that I just listed are brands that I enjoy. I'm like, I live somewhere in between Goop and Sabat. I don't know. <laughs> Where does Kick-Ass Witch exist on that scale? Probably somewhere in between. And if you know the brands that I mentioned here, or even just a few of them, I think it would be cool just to take a second, just this will help demonstrate what we're going to talk about later. Just take a second to think about what does a Martha Stewart lifestyle look like if you were going to live a life, Martha Stewart lifestyle. It will be neat and tidy, that's for sure, <laughs> right? But there's also like a certain wholesomeness to it. There's certain colors and a very specific presentation that is, wildly different than say the three the free people lifestyle. Um the free people girl, she's like full tilt, bohemian free spirit. She might have mud on the hem of her dress and she'd probably be okay with it. So to me, like a Martha Stewart woman and a free people girl, two totally different lifestyles and realities. Um, and then other brands you could do the same thing with. Like think about what would it look like to live a Lululemon lifestyle or a Starbucks lifestyle? <laughs> they're practically cults, they're practically religions. Mac, I'm talking to you right now on a MacBook Air. And I have seen many people like defend the Mac lifestyle. Like it is a lifestyle <laughs> to anybody who uses a PC. It's a superior lifestyle to you petty, poor PC users. Us Mac people, you know, we're like a cult. <laughs> and it's so weird when you encounter a lifestyle brand that is not at all in alignment with who you, per- then like if you encounter a lifestyle plan, like a bunch of people who are like a part of a certain lifestyle, it does really start to look like a cult from the outside looking in. And sometimes that's by design. Harley Davidson is genius at this. It's exclusive. They've created, or it has an exclusive feeling. They've created an us versus them identity for their customers on purpose. It's not just about selling motorcycles. It's about a lifestyle. Getting all excited because I like talking about branding, but this show is not about branding, I promise you. <laughs> That's just one of my favorite subjects, and it's somehow like wormed its way into this episode. But the Harley Davidson brand is about freedom, but it's about a very particular kind of freedom. That kind of freedom is about leather chaps and gravel, whereas someone on the opposite end of that spectrum might value freedom just as much. Their brand might be freedom. Their lifestyle might be their idea and expression of freedom, but theirs might look like a pristine top of the line Mercedes Benz. (laughs) I've used this example before, but it's been a while. So I'll use it again and I might get the car mixed up. Let's say it's a Mercedes Benz, but I don't remember, but it was like a nice just sedan. Um, You had And I think this was a Harley Davidson commercial. If if I'm getting this wrong, please correct me, because uh, it's been a while since I saw this commercial, but it left a huge impact on me. And you may have seen it as well. It is one of the best commercials that has ever been on TV. You have, like, all these this motorcycle gang riding... I guess there probably wasn't a Harley Davidson because they probably couldn't brand the motorcycles in the commercial, but they're riding all of these like hog-like bikes. Like this motorcycle brand is like, ah, they're gang. They're like all like plowing down the road together, like one big tribe riding their motorcycles. And then all of a sudden- or no, I'm sorry, I'm totally screwing it up. Let's start from the top here. I do this sometimes, forgive me. There's one motorcycle, a, a man and a woman riding on a hog. And then all of a sudden they're surrounded by, I think it's Mercedes, like all of these like silver sedans and um, they're like coming up on them. So the Mercedes is like this motorcycle gang, but it's all these Mercedes bins, like super silver, clean, pristine, like... <laughs> uh, coming up on these poor people that are on their Harley Davidson and and the woman's like, what are they doing? What do they want? And the guy's like, I don't know. Don't look at them. (laughs) Just the reverse, you know, of how someone might feel with with the big Harley Davidson tribe coming up on them. If they're like just driving down the road in their sedan. And I love that, that they switched it because it really demonstrates that whole thing. Like from the outside looking in, it's like, you can see it's very cult-like a certain lifestyle that a lot of people have bought into. And that commercial just really demonstrates it for me. I'm sorry that I totally bumbled that. So it probably did not demonstrate it (laughs) for you. Damn it. It's a live show. Carrying on. I have to carry on, people. I hope you know what I'm talking about. Um, Anyway, I'm not really talking today about business or marketing, but I did want to use use branding as an example that I, I wanted to talk about certain brands. That I thought we could all understand, like I think most people know and have an image that comes into mind when you say Martha Stewart, or Ikea, or Starbucks, Um, because what I really wanted to talk about today is lifestyle design. These are companies that have designed a lifestyle for you to step right into which is interesting um, because a lot of people are more than willing to step right into one of those lifestyles. And I don't have a problem with that at all. I don't think that's a bad thing. And I'm not saying it is. <laughs> um, you probably have a couple of lifestyle brands that you love and, and uh, you've kind of created probably your own reality using a mix of those brands. I'm going to guess, I think most people are probably like that. Um, but anyway, I wanted to talk about lifestyle design and how, in a very real sense, you can brand your own experience. You can, using magic or the law of attraction, just the most simple component of the law of attraction, like attracts like, you can craft your own deliberate lifestyle. So this is really a show about like attracts like, which to me is just like the foundation of magic. It's so basic. It's just like the basic building block. One of the main building blocks of magic, like attracts like basic law of attraction, magic, like attracts like, I'm repeating that because I'm going to move on here <laughs> and I'm asking you to hold that in your mind. Cause I have a feeling you're going to otherwise be like, are we talking about magic here? Yes, we are. We're talking about like attracts like, Sympathetic magic. And the definition um, I wanted to put out there, too, of the word lifestyle, I think we all know what it means, but I just thought that I would, like, look that up for us all just so we could be on the same page. It's pretty straight up. Lifestyle means a particular way of living, your style of living. Duh. <laughs> it's very self-explanatory. But I wanted to note, too, the difference between fashion and style. Because it is that applies as much to your lifestyle as it does your wardrobe. So, fashion is what comes and goes, and style is personal. Fashion is dictated to you from some outside source, whereas, style comes from within. So, I'm inviting you today to create your own lifestyle. Lifestyle design is when you Style Your Life on Purpose. And FYI, the theme for November here on the podcast and in all things kick-ass witch, all month long, is lifestyle. The lifestyle of the witch and famous. <laughs> I couldn't resist. <laughs> Starting with this episode. So we will have plenty of time to, to dive more into this subject in the weeks ahead. So send me any questions you have because we're going to be talking about this all month long. And I've got some great interviews lined up for you as well. So we can look at different witchy and magical lifestyles, brands that are happening online on like a micro scale, ones that might grow into something bigger. And uh, because I'm always interested by um, other witches and the lifestyle they've created for themselves. And then the way that they're sharing that with other people, I think that's fascinating. And then as far as, Lifestyle design goes, as far as I know, Tim Ferriss coined that term, lifestyle design. And in certain circles, style design means one thing it's become synonymous with location independence for online entrepreneurs, meaning they can live every, anywhere they want in the world, preferably all over the world, like traveling and taking classes and learning new things and living like they're retired before they're retired. That's kind of what lifestyle design means to the Tim Ferriss tribe, to the Tim Ferriss lifestyle. <laughs> um, they can do this because they're making their monies on their laptops largely. It's a new kind of luxury, the new American dream, if you will. I myself would love to be location independent. That is one of the many things that appeals to me about running my own online business. But because of the program that my son is in now, we are only allowed 10 vacation days a year. <laughs> so I have to get very crafty with that. And I don't think that, you know, I will be spending the summer in Bali riding on the beach anytime soon, <laughs> which is totally fine with me because that's not the reason that location independence appeals to me. I simply want to be able to work from home in my pajamas or at the park or in a cafe or in my car if I have to. (laughs) And I want to do so on my own terms in my own time when I feel like it. And I pretty much do. That's my lifestyle. (laughs) And that's one major, it's one major component to my lifestyle that I consciously created and I'm, I'm proud of. I'm proud that I've made this happen for myself. It took a lot of thought and it took a lot of effort. Um, another major component to my personal lifestyle is the diet that I've created for my son and I. It's very specific because it factors in a couple of allergies that we have in common. But it's also largely designed around my desire to manage our moods and our energy levels and impact our states of consciousness through the magic of food and in connection to nature. So for me, I know not everyone feels this way, but I I find it very hard to believe <laughs> that, uh, that other people don't feel this way because it seems so obvious to me. But for me, food is magic. Food is magic. It is one of the primary ways that I shape my reality. And I can get into that another time because <laughs> uh, the temptation to go off on a tangent there is so real. But um, another big one of my, one of the big components of the lifestyle I've created for myself, gosh, I'm tripping over my tongue today. I'm excited. I like talking about myself. What can I say? (laughs) Another big component to my lifestyle design is the copious amounts of time that I carve out for reading and entertainment And really, speaking of diets, I consider pop culture a major food group. I'm just saying. (laughs) And so uh, I make plenty of space for that to exist in my life, music and movies and fashion and top-notch TV, and I make no apologies for that. You will never hear me say that I don't have time to catch up on, you know, a favorite show that I'm following because I make time for that kind of thing. Um, Like some people make time to exercise, which I do as well, by the way. Um, but I get people try to give me shit for that. And I'm just not even having it because I know that I value that I enjoy pop culture. Fuck you. If you don't like that about me (laughs) and I make it a priority. So there, and then aesthetically the way that I dress, and the way that I decorate my home is very much a reflection and a continuation of this lifestyle. So I've got Jack White posters hanging on the wall, and every room of my house is painted a different color to suit a different mood, because way back in the day, I was obsessed with Anais Nin. In the beginning of her first published diary, she wrote about how every room in her house was painted a different color to suit a different mood, and that just captured my my imagination. And I vowed that I would live in a house like that one day. And hint, hint, I'll talk about more of this later. But I didn't wait until one day I start I immediately started altering my apartment as much as I could. And then the day I got a house, this is a rental house I lived in. Uh, I got it two weeks early before we moved in so that I could make that a reality for myself. I was very focused on that being a part of my lifestyle. Because I believe color is magic as well. Another conversation we can have another time. <laughs> and then all of this that I just shared about my personal lifestyle is a complete and total mystery, if not a turnoff, to certain members of my family who see much of what I do as a waste of time compared to the real jobs that they have and the way that they spend their every spare moment out in the sunshine running and biking and climbing through obstacle courses in the mud (laughs) which is a totally legit lifestyle it's just another lifestyle and I respect the fact that their lifestyle suits their idea of a great life and what I want to ask you now is does yours Are you living the kick-ass life of your dreams? I talk so much about the kick-ass life of your dreams because, forgive me, that is the slogan of my business. (laughs) That is the subtitle, creating the kick-ass life of your dreams. So everything comes back around to that for me. So are you living the kick-ass life of your dreams? Is your lifestyle lending it to your idea of a great life? Do you even know what that would look like on the daily, if you could just presso o change order it right now. Order it from the universe, like your ideal life. Is that a match to the life you're living right now? I don't mean exactly a match, but I mean is the life that you're living right now, the lifestyle in alignment with that vision? And I also, I don't mean the big sweeping, wouldn't, be, wouldn't it be nice? gestures of imagination, like, yeah, Joe, (laughs) my vision is I'd be a millionaire, or I'd be married to the woman of my dreams, because those things are vague, they're not specific, and lifestyle design is about specificity, it's about you, it's about getting very, very, very specific, and very, 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 very personal, so I'd be a millionaire is not enough, or I'd be married to the woman of my dreams is not enough, What would the experience of being married to the woman of your dreams look and feel and smell and taste like what would the experience of being a millionaire be every single day of your life? I'm talking about the actual day in day out lifestyle of your dream. Have you ever taken the time to plot that out? You might want to do some, um, Scripting. I've talked about scripting. I have that video on the magic of scripting. That's a great exercise if you've never taken the time to really plot out what you want. Vision boards help people with that. So um, I have a feeling you've probably done that work if you're listening to me already. Because us in the New Age community, we tend to do that kind of thing. We're the dreamers of the world, so many of us. (laughs) Um, So let's assume you have. So what does that lifestyle look like compared to the one you're living right now? That's a long pause on purpose (laughs) because I was hoping you would actually answer that question right now while you're listening. What does your dream life, the day in living of that life, what would that lifestyle look like compared to the lifestyle you're living right now? Is there, are there, Is there a resonance there? Is there a correspondence there? Like perhaps you're living like a miniature version of that or some flavor of that, or are they just wildly different and not in alignment at all? Because if that's true, you got a problem. You're not on your way to living that reality ever. There needs to be some sort of correspondence and resonance between the life you're living right now and the life you would like to create for yourself. Lifestyle design is about consciously crafting your lifestyle in the future, but also in the now, right now, today, like starting right now. And this is where magic comes in. And this is where I want to pivot a bit more into talking about the law of attraction, because the goal of this show today is to get you to start bridging that gap by considering that the lifestyle you're living today is literally creating day by day the lifestyle you will be living in the future. I here I just have a weird random example just popped into my head, so I'm just gonna go with it, <laughs> and it's a little bit embarrassing because I have to talk about Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> uh, I started the, to- the show saying "goop," so it seems fitting, but um. If you missed the show that I did on Gwyneth Paltrow, it was a long time ago, but I did a show, something like the most hated celebrity in the world. If I say Gwyneth Paltrow and it just makes you want to curl up or smack me in the face, go look for that show. (laughs) Anyway, I had a dream the other night that I was eating dinner with Gwyneth Paltrow and her mom and her dad was still alive and some other person was there. There were four of us. I don't remember who the other person was, but, we were on a ship out in the middle of the ocean and they were so happy and they had this like tight family bond and they were being very nice to me, very inclusive, but I had a a very real sense of they're living one lifestyle and I'm living another. And these two things do not match at all. And, uh, at one point we ended up going outside and there were like uh, killer whales and dolphins like jumping in the water. And then they had this giant, I don't know the best way to explain it would be like a skateboard ramp for the water (laughs) for like their rafts and their, their, whatever their skis to like jump into the water. So they're like playing and jumping and flying through the air with like these magical creatures. And I'm watching this. I'm not a part of it. I just, I'm a guest and I'm getting to watch it. And I remember thinking in the dream, like, oh my God, these people, they're so privileged. They have these amazing careers where they get to do what I think is just the most fun thing ever. They're like making movies, they're being creative and they're making a fortune doing it. So they've got all this money, but then they have all this privilege, all of these, special opportunities that they that come their way because they're famous and then they get to spend their free time hanging out with each other as a family going on these amazing adventures and I'm never going to get to have those experiences because I'm not a (laughs) paltrow oh wouldn't it be nice and um, I actually think I had that dream from looking at, in- I like uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. I have like a, a list of Instagram accounts, accounts that I like to look at. Kate Hudson is always doing something fun. If she's not working, she's like with a group of friends or she's with her family and they're always like in the snow, in the Alps, or they're like skiing in Aspen or they're on some tropical island, and it's just, it's just so aspirational and so out there. And I I was looking at stuff um, like that before I went to bed. So I think it just like wormed its way into my mind. But I do have certain dreams that have a different weight or feeling to them to where when I wake up, I I have emotions about it. And it was like that when I woke up in the morning. So I just laid there thinking about it. And that's really how this show was born. I was thinking about, okay, okay clearly I want that. <laughs> what about the dream did I want? You know, I, I don't need to like skate ramp in the middle of the ocean with um, killer whales jumping through the air. <laughs> that That's not my dream. What was it? It was about the time that they were spending together as a family. It was about the adventures that they were having uh, and that they were getting to be creative. So I just, laid there in bed and I started thinking well I get to be already creative that's what I'm doing with my podcast and and the ebooks I wrote this year the books I've been working on behind the scenes that you don't know about yet and um, the little actor in me gets to come out when I'm making my videos I like to make those silly little openings before I do my videos and I'm like okay well that's in alignment with what I want I want to do more of that I'd like to do it on a bigger scale but I'm being creative And I have been spending a lot more time in the last few years with my family. And that is one of the greatest privileges of my life because we all weren't getting along for a while or we just weren't spending time together. I felt judged by them and a lot of healing happened. And now we spend tons of time together as much as we can. And it's very joyful. And you just feel this great sense of appreciation when we're all together. And I'm like, okay, so we've got that going on. And so I, I think I'm moving toward this. Maybe I'm having the dream because it's showing me like, dude, you're on your way you're moving toward it. And I was thinking about adventures. It's like, fine, we can't go on a tropical Island together, but we can tube down the current river for free. (laughs) We can take a rope swing, you know, off a tree into the river and laugh and take pictures and, and be out in nature together. And that is available to us anytime we want. Um, and, uh, so I was just thinking about how can my lifestyle now be more in in alignment with the lifestyle that I would like to lead one day. And if that one day never comes, you know, I want to make sure the lifestyle I'm leading today is satisfying and fulfilling and fun and exciting for me. And getting to that place has been a process. I definitely feel like I'm there despite that dream. (laughs) I think that dream was sort of like, Hey dude, look, you're sort of on your way. Um, it made me think about, I'm redoing right now um, a program that will be the healing magic of food. It used to be called Sad to Sexy. And there's a woman who was in that program on a, spon- on a sponsorship because I knew she couldn't afford it. And she took one of my contests. Contests, sometimes I give away sponsors, sponsorships, um, free passes. Uh, When I'm in the mood and when I'm feeling generous and I was and I did and I was so grateful and excited that I picked her because she made the most of it. She was engaged. She read all the material. She interacted in the group and she didn't really have the money to go out and buy top quality. You know, she couldn't go to Whole Foods with her paycheck, which a lot of people call Whole paycheck. But she would go on like a free camping trip with her family or close to free and they would forage for herbs. And now her and her family, they're growing their own food in their yard and they're enjoying it. And the whole family is getting in on it. And she's making the most of what she has. To live that sad, sexy lifestyle, you know, <laughs> the healing magic of food lifestyle. She's doing it. She's doing it the best as she can and she's enjoying it. I think that's the key, like to, to do that with appreciation and joy and love in your heart and not be like, oh, I, I don't have enough money to spend $200, you know, every three days at Whole Foods. Well, what do you have? Start where you are. I think, too, I forget the name of this book. I mentioned it a long, 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 long time ago. Milton Gonzalez wrote a book. I don't recommend it because, well, I don't want to get political. I oh, it's too damn late. He's a Scientologist. I don't want to promote Scientology here on the show. Speaking of cults, <laughs> that's a personal judgment I have, I guess. Um, I live in L.A., and Scientology is everywhere here, so I perceive it to be a cult. He is a very good acting teacher, though, and he has a book that I do like. I can't think of the name of it right now, which is probably for a reason. I'm, like, consciously block, or subconsciously blocking it. Uh, but anyway, there's a part in the book where he's talking about driving through poor neighborhoods and how... Some, whatever poor neighborhood he was driving through, there's like glass, like broken glass. You know, someone broke a window and then they never cleaned it up. The broken glass is still on the ground and there's trash everywhere. And he was saying it was a very law of attraction kind of thing. It's like, well, you're perpetuating you know, your neighborhood being perceived as a poor neighborhood and you being a poor person because you aren't appreciating and taking care of what you have, it's free to go out there and sweep up that glass. It's free to put the trash in the trash can. So if you want to improve your life for yourself and your family, there are things you can do right now for free to get into alignment with that. If you're depressed and you're having a hard time getting out of bed and you foresee yourself as being a healthy person and living an active lifestyle, the least you can do is make your bed and put some clothes on, move out to the dining room table, you know, like make, just make the effort and align yourself with the vision as best as you can with the tools that you have right now at your disposal. Does so that make sense? I know I'm, I'm starting to get kind of preachy. I feel like the energy just came down. <laughs> um, but those are very real lifestyles, you know. You can start living the lifestyle you desire to some degree right now. It might not look exactly like what you envisioned, but you can certainly start lining up with your vision right now. So if you want to live on a horse ranch one day, if you want to have like your own horses and your own corral, but you're a college student living out of a dorm room, you could sacrifice your daily Frappuccino to instead invest in week- weekend horseback riding expeditions, for example. Or if you envision yourself as America's next great talk show host, but, you know, you're working a day job and you're living out of a crappy studio apartment and no one in, the show-, and no one in show business knows you even exist. Lucky you, there's YouTube. (laughs) You can start a YouTube channel and start interviewing just interesting people. They don't have to be famous um, on your own YouTube channel, and you can start with what you have. You can start getting into alignment with the vision. If you believe in correspondences, if you believe in sympathetic magic, if you believe in the law of attraction, there's plenty you can do right now to get to where you want to go. Or you might want to buy into a pre-existing lifestyle that feels – Unrealistic for you. The first example that comes to mind is if you are a very large woman, um, maybe you're big boned and you're overweight, but you actually really want to be a part of this Lululemon lifestyle. But whenever you've gone in the store, you know, you can't even get your ankle in one of the pants, much less bring it up over your thigh. So you know, like, I have to lose 150 pounds before I can even wear the largest size in this store. That is deflating for some people. Some people would give up right there. Other people might make a really cool vision board. They might put on, like, their Walmart track pants and start exercising. And, you know, the Lululemon experience is not that's an idea. That's a feeling. And you can start tapping into that idea and that feeling right now. You can make yourself look pretty at whatever size you're in and very clean, that very clean, pretty look, you know, like put your hair up into a pretty ponytail, buy yourself the cutest, most bright pink sneakers that you can find, put your money there, and then just make sure that the workout clothes you do have are nice and clean and tidy. And then just start working out because the idea is you want to be fit. You want to feel healthy and clean and vibrant and alive. Start doing what you can right now to do that. You might lose that 150 pounds or you might decide, oh my gosh, I love myself how I am. I'm getting healthier. I'm feeling better all the time. And I don't need to buy that brand to feel that way. Do you know what I'm saying? So sometimes you can make yourself feel the way that you want to feel. You might think something from the outside, is going to make you feel that way inside, and you might find that the reverse is true. It's just fascinating. Um, one other example that wants to come forward all of a sudden is sex in the city. <laughs> is that a lifestyle brand? Because I feel like for a lot of women, it is. It's a, it's, it's a standard that a lot of women hold for themselves, but it's like a whole experience. So if sex in the city, if you long to have those kind of female friendships and and be out and about in the city and doing all these glamorous things and wearing all these awesome clothes, but you just got out of a super controlling codependent relationship, or you just moved to a new city and you don't know anyone, where do you begin? Well, join meetup.com. It's totally free and start going where. Women are. Women that you think you might like. Women that are into the same things. Get yourself, if you're a girl, if you're a woman, <laughs> I guess I'm assuming if you love, if you want to tap into the sad to sexy, or sad to sexy G's, if you want to tap into the sex and the city lifestyle, I'm assuming you're a woman. Start going where women are that you want to hang out with. Get yourself all dressed up. Do your best Carry impression with the closets you have, you know, the clothes you have hanging in your closet. And then make it a priority to go to these meetups, like at least once a week. Just show up and start talking to people, and hopefully you'll make some friends. And you start there. So um, I got very preachy, very preachy. (laughs) I it's just good to have fun talking about conscious lifestyle design and how there is a certain kind of magic to it. And if you're feeling me, I would love it if you would share with me you're the lifestyle that you would like to design are you living the lifestyle of your dreams if you're not like what would that look like shoot me an email post a message on the facebook post for this i don't care send me a carrier pigeon it's all good i hope you have a really happy november and until we meet again much love to you peace